David's looking really just, anxious no, with his technicals. I, I think because this must be like being a pop star. You can't hear yourself when you actually... But oh, it is we've got the headphones on. Yeah. yeah so fine. you're wearing a pair of massive headphones yeah. for no reason? <laughs> no, because I can't actually... It looks great. You look like a pro podcaster. I say, so, so, so we're back on the road since 2019. <laughs> yeah, for the first time in three years. That's pretty mad. Yeah, and it's brilliant. And we'll come on to talk about it. It is amazing so far. You've been, for, you've been for a little bike ride, haven't you? Yeah, with the 360 camera. Camera, yeah. So Fancy. Sorry, we're jumping around. Stick to the running order. Right, yeah, sorry. What are our jobs here? Who are we speaking for? Oh, I see. So there's people who don't know. Yeah. Welcome to the new listeners. Oh, Welcome. right. Okay. okay, yeah. Back on track. Well, this is a, this is part of a long-running strand, David, of podcasts that you and I have developed over the years with bad puns in the title. Originally called Never Strays Far mm-hmm. because you and I like to stray quite a long way from actually talking about road racing, but yeah. not too far. Never too far. So occasionally we would go off and talk about nuclear fusion and inter- interplanetary bodies as well as Wittgenstein. Obviously. Um, and stuff like that that interests us. But then we'd somehow bring it back to uh, the individual time trial at the Dauphiné yeah. or something like that, you know, using our wisdom. Using our wisdom. And I think it was also the original context as well was when we were commentating, we'd often get opportunities where we saw something and really wanted to talk about it. But we only had 10 seconds. Yeah. So we thought, well, why don't we do a podcast and talk about things we don't get to talk about yeah. and talk about the racing. But we're going to talk a bit more about the racing. We're going to talk one. hugely about the racing and yeah. other stuff. Um this sounds like we've got a plan, which we clearly haven't. We've just crashed into this. Yeah. Um, but Pete, just so you know, have you ever listened to this podcast? <laughs> That's a good question. No, I've been on it. Oh, you had to ask. You have been it. on it a couple of times, mm, actually. Yeah. I don't, but you've never actually listened. No, to it. not really. No, so I don't really listen to. You wouldn't class yourself at all, to be honest. You wouldn't class yourself as a fan of our work, then, really. <laughs> I am. I am a fan of your work. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I respect you highly, both of you, but okay. uh, just not for your podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, you're now in it, mate. <laughs> you're in it for the next three weeks. Your name is even on the artwork. Brilliant. I've made it. Never Stray's Car with David Miller, Ned Bolting, and Pete Kenyon. Mm. And so you're part of the team, mate. Mm. Welcome. Thank you. And yeah. we, we should also mention that it's sponsored by our, our three... Our three mate, we're going to projects. mention that until it's coming yeah. out of for me it's from the ears. chapter three if you don't know about it yeah. we'll get more into that for you um, it's all about the theatre tour yes. oh yeah it's um i'm going back on the road 25 dates tickets on sale now many of them approaching sold out um ents 24 is the company that you go to ents as in entertainment 24 we'll and then you show notes. ned bolting retour the ned it's called yeah. and we'll put a link in the show notes yeah, so and, you can uh, go on there. also i'm while i'm on the road I'm actually thinking of material for the show because I've only written about 10 minutes of what is essentially an hour and a half's worth of material now. But I've got a couple of jokes uh, lined up and I think we can actually almost make it interactive like with the listenership a bit. They can chip in potential ideas as we go. So get incorporated into the show. What are you here to to sell? I am here to sponsor my own company called Surpass, Surpass? which is a coaching company. Effectively ran by my sister, um, but me and my brother are the two head coaches. My brother's Tim, called Tim Kenyuk, who works for Bahrain Victorious. He's one of the head coaches there. And um, yeah, on top of coaching, we also casually do casual clothing. So if you want to check out some of our clothing drops, head over to surpass.cc. Are you going to be wearing some of that casual clothing? I've got some with me, yeah. But Cause, a cause lot, you, to be famously, honest, you only actually wear clothing from one shop. No, that, that doesn't sponsor no, us. Only, Zara. only on the, say it, only they might want to come yeah. on board as a sponsor. Only on the tour, right. because the clothing's it suits non-branded. It's non-branded and it's really quite plain. And I don't want to say boring, 
but it's quite you know it's it it's, just fits it's better fits than wearing the, palm angels it fit yeah i don't studio. want to be too loud it fits the show okay. so that's yeah. why i always go to zara from a pre-tour wardrobe yeah. and it's quite yeah. cheap as well yeah. well done zara well done, Zara. Yeah, yeah they could come if if they wanted. If Zara wanted to sponsor us this podcast, we wouldn't say no, would we? Absolutely not. No, I came no, to the to, to the tour. Bearing in mind, we're on the road for four weeks with two t-shirts because there's a Zara six hundred meters away. I just went went there this morning. You've already been and filled up my suitcase. Here. What have you got? A uh, couple of shirts, a couple of t-shirts, some like cargo pants, cargo um, pants, and a, like a, a like a Stone Island type of uh, jacket. It's quite cool. But I, won't, I probably won't get to wear it because it's going to be roasting hot. hot. Yeah. But I'll try and fit it in somewhere. What are you going to wear on the telly tomorrow, have you decided? Uh, I don't I might have to just go with the, the boring like, navy blue <laughs> button-up <laughs> shirt. Yeah, safety yeah. Stage shirt. one. Yeah. Can't, you know, it's three weeks. Or black Nice t-shirt. segue. What is stage one, Ned? Stage one <laughs> is a 13-kilometre individual time trial around and about the streets of central Copenhagen. It's quite technical, isn't it? I've, yeah, it is I've quite technical. Looks, lots of... It's got a hairpin. It's got a hairpin. Have you it's ridden it yet, Pete? That's your job. Well, no, I actually rode around the city today checking out the, the bike lanes. Uh, but I did come across, it must be towards the end where you go past, I don't know, is it the palace or one of the royal buildings? Uh, is it the Pentagon? There's a, there's you take a, like a right hand. I think it's the Castelletto, isn't it? With the, the old castle in the hexagonal oh, it, walls. Like, mm. I think it goes it goes around there, it? had the soldiers out parading the, oh, like really? they do outside the Buckingham Palace. I think that's it, yeah. That must be, yeah. Um, anyway. You come off the road, don't you? Yeah, onto a kind over, of like onto cobbles. Yeah. And then, yeah, you bet. So that was fairly technical, but I mean, as far as individual time trials go, it's not too bad. Are you going to ride it tomorrow beforehand? I can do. Are we going to ride it tomorrow beforehand? Well, I don't. Yeah, why not? It's a late start tomorrow. Yeah, we should go and ride it's it. It's really late start. Okay, first cool, ride good. is off at four o'clock local time, and then the last ride is due to finish at ten past seven, because it's a Friday, because it wow. starts uh, a day early, the Tour de France. Yeah. So then Let's we've got see. two more days. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's just talk about, the, talk about tomorrow's stage. Yeah, actually, yeah, oh, God, stage. yeah. We don't need to do the whole race, do we? No. Just do tomorrow's stage. We can't, we can't also can't do... Well, we could outline the whole race in really yeah. kind of broad brushstroke broad, yes. terms. But, yeah. I mean, you know, you get lost in the detail, wouldn't you? Yeah. Who Who's gonna, I mean, the, who are the main contenders to take well, the first yellow Well, you have to survive jersey? the first five days, don't you, basically? And there's lots of things to survive. It's crazy. Like, one of the, the craziest tours I've seen, the first week, in terms of the first week. Is it? Do you yeah, think? with the bridges and the, and the pave. Yeah. The weather's going to turn a little bit over the weekend as well, as I hope. It's beginning to turn now. Ugh. It's the middle of the afternoon on Thursday and it's the, the wind's just getting up and the clouds are beginning to draw in a little bit, so it could be quite sketchy. So yeah, the favourites are the obvious, aren't they? Well, Wout? Yeah. Actually, yeah, he's... I think, mean, what, like, if I just said something surprising, you're no, looking at me like a... No, you're not. I didn't know who you're talking about. I haven't forgiven you anyway for... Like doing the ITV podcast last year, and we were talking about the individual time trial, and I said Mihal Kwiatkowski might might go well, and you ridiculed me, and, and you were right too because he didn't go particularly well. That so, was a really terrible. <laughs> All right, well this one isn't though, is it? Wild Van Art. Wild Wild Van Art. I think Ghana is obviously. Yeah, I think this new Pinarello bike is. Oh yeah, a that's... weapon. I think yeah. G's going to come out on top of the favourites. Yeah, I think you're right. Big what, morale. B- what better than Pogacar? Better yeah, than fifth, Roglic? Fifth all, or the, six. all the GC favourites, yeah. It doesn't... Does this kind of um, short, quite technical time trial suit Geraint Thomas, or, uh, particularly? Over, over not Roglic so much. and Pogacar? Um, well, no, you're laughing. It's true. It's like Crash G. He does. But it's... <laughs> I don't think... It normally, yeah. He, I mean, he's won the Tour de France prologue before. He's not yep. shabby. He's crashed and won out when he would have yep. won that one as well. Well, what was that... So that... Was it a prologue or a stage one in Dusseldorf? Uh, in yeah, the rain? That was when he swiped That was quite out. short, wasn't it? Yeah. Talking about Garrett Thomas, though. Yeah. He likes prologues. 
He does yeah. like pro- he also likes yeah. not prologue, but yeah. prologueish. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> Filippo Ganna for sure. Yeah, and also David, have you heard about this special skin suit that he's wearing? That's going to make him supersonic. Doesn't everybody wear special suits? Isn't Matthew Van Der Poel's got like a three thousand pound skin suit as well? Probably, but this one, from what I've read, um, hasn't been raced in before. But uh, it, it's like it, it's is it? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. the one. That, it's the one that sort of. Haven't over- most people's skin suits in. not been raced in before? This one has. <laughs> For the Tour de France. <laughs> that's true, that's true. But this one pulls his body into, like, pulls his shoulders in. I don't know how, using, you know, very, very mm. technical fabric. Exciting. But so it actually manipulates his body, which is kind of like right into the grey area of what the UCI regulations allow for, isn't it? Because there's this there's this um, line in the regulations about it cannot alter a rider's morphology, whatever that means. Huh. Um, but you're kind of like, pushing the point a bit if you've got a skin suit that actually kind of scrunches your, your shoulders a little bit but it's obviously been passed passed right. to be legal and what allowed Bissiger Bissiger let's get this right for tomorrow Stefan Bissiger Bissiger well when he's good he's really good and when there was so Pete you UAE wasn't it UAE tour that was such a strange individual nine kilometres similar distance but it was so weird wasn't it it was absolutely howling wind that meant it was a Tailwind out. It was a tailwind out and a, this absolutely drag back. driving mm. headwind all the way back. And so it was really difficult to pace, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, but he beat Ghana. Nonetheless, Ganna. he beat Ghana, yeah. He beat Ghana. So How, yeah, you can't rule him out. How's Pingagar in prologues? Don't know. Question. Don't know enough about him, do we? It's, it's not a prologue, it's a 13k time trial. See, I'm not, I wouldn't be so confident that Thomas is the best of all. Like, there's a lot of the GC riders here. There are Alex a lot. Dowsett? There are a lot who... There are a lot who go well in the time trial, aren't there? There's four, and they're all really good. So it's not like Garant Thomas is up against climbers who... You see what I'm getting at? I do see what you're getting at, and I think I think he's going for a solid six. I've got the start list here. So. All right. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm scouring it for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, so that's I, why there was a little silence after you said Alex Dowsett. <laughs> 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 As we looked but at you. So I think Matthew van der Poel is going to do a good ride. Yep. I think Walt van Aert's going to do a good ride. Ganner's the favourite. Ganner's Bis- the favourite. is a complete wild card. Yeah. Uh, Vingegaard. Yeah. I think could be pretty good. Home roads. Yeah. There's no Rowan Dennis. No Rowan. Ordinarily, no, you'd... No Rohan. You'd put um, And I'd say that that really is the out and out. Mathieu van der Poel. Did you I just, just mention I just him? Mentioned oh, sorry. Yeah. Didn't I? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, beyond that, it's hard to, hard to see. It'll be interesting to see what... Um, Little Tade does. Little Tads. He can pull out some good rides. Little Pidcock, you never know. Yeah, the Pidders. He's, I don't know, why am I calling him the Pidders? <laughs> Ridiculous <laughs> name. Sorry, Tom. I oh, know he'll be listening because he's a big fan. Um, third, he's the third or fourth last rider off tomorrow. Pidders is. Don't call him Pidders. We've decided we're not going to, it's my mistake. We shouldn't have. I'd led you down a garden path. I was doing some work of someone who was calling them pitters for a good solid two days. Oh, that's and cool. honestly, I had no idea who he was talking about the whole time. <laughs> Literally zero. I didn't even click on from what you know what he was actually talking about. Never heard it in my life until I realised then. That was a year ago. But not many people call them it. No. Is it a southern no. thing? Uh, it's just a, uh, it's a thing that shouldn't have happened. It, oh, okay. it just came out of my mouth. I've never, I've never called him Pitters before. I'm never going to call him Pitters again. Okay. And I apologise. Well, it's now sunk I in there. The, That's a problem. I was up at Castle Douglas watching the Nationals. Oh, yeah, I need and to ask you about that. And that's actually, that's how a nickname is christened, because you just made it up. See, if he'd started doing it himself, it wouldn't work. We've well, had this conversation yeah, before. but then we have had this conversation then, about nicknames. And then it means that Ned Bolton, he will hate you for the rest of your life. Yeah, and I want to avoid pitters. that, because I really like Tom Pidcock. 
Okay. <laughs> and I like his parents as well, if they're listening. So why is Gada not going off last? Marginal what, of the, um, of the Ineos? Yeah. Weather forecast? Yeah, it must be. be. They must have done some Wind, of their, maybe. Their super science weather yeah. forecasting. Maybe they ordered some tailwind <laughs> from the gods. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tom Pidcock has... Always happens in the opposite direct, uh, yeah, it opposite, does. The amount of times yeah. I lost prologues because somebody thought we'd be clever. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Tell us. Amsterdam, I got third. I was in the rain. And Tony oh. Martin and Fabian got, got dry roads and I got third. Uh, what technology were your team applying? What science did you use oh, to try and predict probably your the weather? Apple Teletext or something. Teletext! <laughs> <laughs> or read the local paper. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Tony Martin, not here, obviously. He's retired. But, I mean, Jumbo Visma have been... I feel like they've been riding a lot differently this year since he's Tony, departed, yeah. Since he retired? Yeah. In what way? In what way? Just, they, they don't see him as present. No, you're right. They were so relaxed at Dauphin. And I don't know if that's because... But then they did miss out on a few opportunities. I, I don't know if... So I'm thinking with what, him when? not being the there... Dauphine? They were yeah. first and second overall. No, one sprint stage where they, didn't, oh, right. they left it too late. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, without him being there, no, I think too. they're riding maybe, you know, saving a bit more energy and they're, they're far more relaxed. But then yeah. two sides to it, isn't there? I think they've matured as a GC team. Yeah. And they've kind of, they're just letting everyone else kind of do the work and they're, that they're way, doing what they need to from do. What I, from R- what I could gather. They, they hired Rowan Dennis as a kind of, well, they're very different riders, but in some ways as a replacement for t- the retiring Tony Martin, yeah. didn't they? And yeah. I described him, David, I think I used the word, he's great. He's, he's like the glue of a team, he which you found, found to be very funny. That's very funny. Yeah. Because on a bike, he is glue. Yeah. Off the bike, less so. Less so, yeah. And he's not at the Tour de France. And mm. I, as I'm understanding is that there's been some <laughs> dissent within the camp and Mr. Dennis has missed out. Oh, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was um, v- violence descent, <laughs> quite possibly, as well. So has it already happened? Yeah, it's it? happened. No <laughs> way. Otherwise, he'd be here, wouldn't he? Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's so amazing. That's, that's, that's that journey. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just looking through the teams, to be honest, and just going through Have you the established that Alex Dessa isn't here? Can I've just control? established that. I'm just looking at Team <laughs> Bike Exchange, Jacob, and I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking... What are they all about? Well, they haven't evolved from 2010. Yeah. It's true. Why? It's, I think budget limitations as Is well. It? Yeah, they're just having to scrape around and be opportunistic. There's a lot of pressure on Dylan Grunewagen there to deliver some wins, oh, isn't there? That's amazing. But that goes to show after his less than glorious showing at Dauphiné. Yeah, and he's still here. Yeah, I don't know that that says more about bike exchange. Yeah, than Dylan, Dylan Grunewagen. Yeah, so they're still just like desperate. He's one of their only chances to get a stage win yeah. beyond obviously Yates, but. Yeah, but Yates isn't here. Yeah, so he won't be doing it. <laughs> right, so luckily God, I'll we'll it tomorrow. Alex Dowsett and Simon Yates are not in this race, guys. But if he was. <laughs> if he was. If he was. Now, what about... What Chris Julianson? Oh, Chris Julianson. On the attack in the rain. Mate, all the time. Win. All the time. <laughs> if it's raining and he's in the break in the mountain stage, I've got a stage one. Yeah. Michael Matthews is going quite well. Why are we just zoning in on Team Bike Exchange? Jacob? It's just intriguing We're staring me. Staring at the, the team, team. <laughs> trying to decode it. Staring at it, still not saying that Yates isn't there. What about what about Peter Sagan? He's he's been winning. He's about back. to say. So we've skipped the prologue part now and we're on stage <laughs> well, one. We just, scattergun. We just yeah. for, let's talk about total energy in great depth. Right there we go. We're on to stage one. Peter Sagan, great shape, isn't he? Stage two. Stage two. Yes. It's not a prologue. No, it's not a prologue. <laughs> It should be a prologue. <laughs> Stage one it tomorrow. Also, where did we the pro- started off so nine well? Nine kilometers, nine kilometers. So if it's under nine kilometers, well, they should have made it. They should have made it nine kilometers because well, then prologues, it'll be stage one. They're they're incredible. It's under nine. 
I don't know if it's because I grew up watching prologues. Yeah. Where have they gone? I'm, uh, yeah. And you know what was really good about prologues? The previous you used to win it. Pre- wore the I, jersey. I used to love them. <laughs> yeah, the yellow jersey got to wear it. it. Yeah, it was amazing. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. That was like part of those my earliest memories watching Miguel Indre year yeah. after year roll out in the it yellow was, jersey. It, it was Armstrong the, the who, who scrapped that tradition. Because he didn't want to wear the crappy... In 2003, my first tour, wasn't it? It was. The, it, it, he, I think that was the first time he turned up and went, no, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm going to be in my in my team kit, and then from that moment on, I've unsta- my understanding is every stage race, no one does that any lo- any longer, do they? So, kind what of a shame. Sucks. Yeah. Did you think of... that was a good tradition then? I thought it was I brilliant. Loved it. it was kind of mm. we're going again. It's like it's almost like it's just carried on. Yeah, yeah exactly. A year's yeah. break, and yeah. it's just let's go. Yeah, that's, and it's up to I, you now to just end it. I thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. And it was like a soap that just like it's season two. Yeah. Because there is something. Like, Ozark yeah, exactly yeah. that was good what hap- what's happened you know what's going to happen we don't know Ozark? Uh, I watched it and then didn't finish it oh, it was one of them you mm. can quite yeah yeah it's one of the very few I got to the end of actually Ozark well I did watch one episode and then didn't watch anymore oh okay let's not talk about Ozark then <laughs> yeah. um, Halston if you like it's that, a bit good. like riding with the number one on the bike on your back isn't it yeah and it's always a bit weird when the like at the Giro this year when He's Bernal obviously wasn't there and so Calapaz was wearing the number one even though do you know why it's even more relevant that they should bring that back? Is because how many Grand Tours now are decided on the final day? Uh, quite a lot. Quite a lot. So it would mean that that rider the next year actually gets to wear it in the race. Yeah. Because Pogacar oh, yeah. only got to wear it. Wear it. You it's look true. at the Giro a couple point. of times, it's been decided on the last day or the last weekend. Yeah. Tour de France, it happens. Volta. Yeah. So yeah. who's your... I'm just look, still looking through the names and yeah. I keep questions keep coming to my mind. Who's your Alex outside Dessert. rider... That I don't know that you know that oh, yeah, you think is going to be in breaks, what? make a bit of a show. Just a little bit of a hipster choice. Yeah, yeah hipster. Because there's always one. Every yeah. year I come to the tour and you go, oh, what about this rider, Pete? And I'm like, who's he? And then there he is every day. You know, you see him. They go off and do things. Mm, yeah. Know, must be one. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they're not exactly, you know, this is the Tour de France peloton, isn't it? Mm. So they're not, I'm not, I'm not going to name people who are unknown because that's not in the nature of But sometimes, in, to but, me, they are. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I don't, I mean, you will know some Fred Wright. Fred Wright, we yeah. know about him, but yeah. my brother you know. coaches him. Can I ask you about that? Because it seems a bit weird to do a podcast and in the middle of what's going on with Byron mm. Victorious and not actually address the issue that this morning Danish police have picked up where it, French police have left off and actually raided the hotel. Well, raided. They went in, they inspected at five thirty this morning into the team hotel and they I don't think I think I'm right in saying they didn't confiscate anything, but they uh looked in the cars and looked in the hotel rooms and then left. Not saying much and it's been like, there have been quite a few occasions where it started last year where the team has been targeted by Europol, yeah. seemingly. What, have you spoken to your brother? Uh, brief, literally only on family WhatsApp. And he just reads it in cycling news like we do. That's yeah. It. Yeah. No idea. No idea what's going on. No inkling, no. But, uh, but um, like, like we were talking about this morning, it doesn't make sense, does it, to raid their team cars in repe- hotels at repeatedly. the Tour de France? Because. Why would you ever have anything in your team car or at a hotel? Well, especially if, if, yeah, especially if the team have already been targeted. Yeah, I mean, so uh, but like we also said, you, there must be some intel for them to have a reasoning to do so. But yeah. what that is, I have no idea. We just have to watch that space. It's and nice it never happened to any other race other than the Tour de France. It feels really old school, doesn't it? it does like, yeah? It feels so like we, this is like yeah. left us behind 10, 15 years ago. But yeah. you know, I, and by that, by that, I'm not saying. The peloton is clean because I wouldn't say that. It's be wrong to say that. I think, but 
what I meant by that was more this kind of police behavior, this very, this very public, this very overt, it's almost quite showy mm. kind of actions by the police that were always a hallmark of those car crash years from 1998 onwards mm. for the next 20 years. It feels... I thought we'd stop doing that. I yeah, thought that it's a bit nostalgic. It's like they're trying nostalgic. to make a trying to make a statement, but for what reason and why always boring victorious? That's what I mean. Like, yeah, what's the reason I've got my answer, yeah. by the way. Oh, go on, Andreas Lechnersund. He rides for DSM, uh-huh. Norwegian GC prospect, twenty-two, twenty-three years of age. Thinks it's his first Grand Tour from Tromsø, and he climbs any time trials. He won't win the stage tomorrow, but he'll go very well in terms yeah. of GC. And they might try and hold him up there in GC as a kind of reserve option. Uh, tall, doesn't look like a climber, but he's just one of those Scandinavian riders who are strong, frighteningly strong. strong. Um, let's have another little look through. What is, what ride is in here? Quinn Simmons would be an interesting one to watch. He's a bit racist. Yes, is he? It's like got cleared up. Are we going to? Well, yeah, but he is a bit. Well, okay, he has been a bit racist. There you go. He wasn't anything <laughs> special in the. Uh, what did he race? Was it Swiss? Um, yes, I think. He so. didn't, I didn't look, see much of the time. No, Swiss. didn't look great. Though. Okay, what ride is in here? What German ride is he? Are you going to enjoy pronouncing? And that's a favourite of yours. German riders. Well, a, a rider who impressed me, he's not German, actually, he's Austrian, David, and impressed you, I think, at the Dauphiné, has made, and we were talking about him riding for his place in the Tour de France team, he's here, and that's Sebastian Schoenberger. Oh, Schoenberger. Do you remember he was up the road two or three uh, times, three times uh, he at was, the Dauphiné? yeah, yeah. And he was often the last rider standing in those breaks that almost made it to the line and came he, away ultimately with neither the Mountains jersey nor any particular he reward. He was good. But he looked strong, didn't he? Really strong. Yeah, so yeah. he's riding for B&B Hotels. Uh, he could be a bit of a dark horse. Um, he could be a bit of a dark horse. Um, um, what else is of note? Um, oh, Daryl Impey's not doing it anymore. He got pulled out. No, well, COVID. He's one of the latest. Like a couple of hours ago. So my understanding of that one is he never left Girona. Or they uh, so did a couple of tests. So make sure his clicks. I think. I think what happened was he he's had COVID for quite a while. Yeah, and they were waiting for him to stop testing positive. Do you see what I mean? Uh, yeah. Also, so, so therefore they never sent. Yeah, because of family friends them, and the family got COVID, and he'd isolated himself away from the family. Ah, uh, just to try and. Yeah. That's a well. massive blow for them, it's isn't it? Horrible, especially in the form he's in. Yeah, that is a huge blow for them. Yeah, Vlasov the off is a another bigger. Uh, old Fugel sang wasn't going him. so bad, was he? The old wasn't Tour of Swiss didn't he finish second or third? Yep, it's going pretty well. Yeah, yeah. bird song yeah. back in the game. Um, uh, Vlasov, mm. yeah. Well, he's got the entire team built around him, hasn't he? Uh, and it's strong, isn't it? As a climbing team with Kemner, Conrad, Schachmann, yeah, and Grosschartner. That's a really strong team, isn't it? Border Hansgrohe. There are a couple of teams, big, big teams, who you look at them and you go, "That's an unusually weak Tour de France team for them." Um, and one is Movistar, <laughs> yeah, uh, Enric Mass, and. Where else? I mean, look, I'm not sure where the wins come from there, really. No, true. they're going to have to go on the attack, get all... Yeah. Because even old um, Jorgensen, Jorgensen wasn't going so well. At, and he, he'd been going well in the early season. Dauphiné wasn't going, looking so good. Yeah. And the other one, David, and you've written a column about this, is Quick Step Alpha Vinyl. Ah, oh, that's... This is... You've been saying that since the beginning of the year, Mark wouldn't go. Yeah. I kind of have, actually, yeah. Yeah. I'm not... I mean, I was just saying that was my guess. So it wasn't mm. say I wasn't saying he shouldn't go. I just still seems a total travesty to me. What did you? I didn't read your column. I should have done. You should have done in so. the same way that Pete's never listened to our yeah. podcast. I didn't um, read your column. 
What did uh, you say? I was saying that if he came, it's you can never say guarantee, but it's as near to a guarantee that he would win a stage. He would. He would. Absolutely. And then he got the record, and that's like one of the biggest things that would happen in the sport and for your sponsors alone. I understand Jakobsen, everyone's saying he's the fastest sprinter. He's never won a Tour de France. France Sprint. No, but he's not been. He's never been at the Tour de France, well, so you no, can't exactly. hold that against him. No, no, not in the slightest. But I'm saying you've also got in your team a sprinter who has been winning this year, who's won four stages at last year's yeah. tour, just won the nationals in a bloody hard race. It, it, well, I was there; it was an extraordinary. Yeah, you performance, two got me actually. to watch it. Yeah, um, and uh, so I, I just find it su- incredibly surprising and very cycling because yeah. at a sponsor level alone, that would be I'm huge. To be honest, yeah, I mean. We'll come back to the Cavendish thing, but Fabio Jakobsen has worked like a beast oh, to come back from. You know, I mean, from his recovery from yeah. life-threatening injuries, mm-hmm. certainly career-ending injuries, yeah. should have been, mm-hmm. uh, is breathtaking. And he's, he's gone so deep to, to be yeah. part of this. And he's, he has won more consistently than any other mm-hmm. sprinter at, at, at this year. Yeah. Uh, with the possible exception of Arnold Damara at the Giro, he's, he's kind of pulled it out of the hat. So for him to have been denied, but is your point... Take them both. Take them both. They haven't got Alaphilippe. Yeah, why not? It's great. I mean, Mark alone is a great and both Pete and I road captain as well. And just kind of if you know, he's he's great to have around. He's got the respect in the peloton. They can work together. You know, yeah. it's like they'll get more wins, stage wins. It's they they've got no one else in that team. It's a purely team basically around Jakobsen now, which yeah. is fine. So it's a sprinter's team. You've got room for Cav as well. It's not going to compromise kind of Jakobsen. I don't think. Do you agree, Pete? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it would have been okay to take to not take Mark Cavendish if his results weren't there and his form weren't there, obviously. Yeah. But how can you not take him given what he's done up to now? Yeah. And his ride in the nationals just his. So just for the, if you didn't, if you, if anyone form. didn't see the nationals, <laughs> I, I watched it all. He it was a two hundred kilometer race. It was pouring with rain for the first couple of hours. He attacked as soon as the flag dropped with a couple of domestic riders. And um, they got 15 seconds up the road and he was working. He was doing almost all the work on the front and the willing them, urging them on. And you're thinking, and this went on for about 20 minutes. You're thinking, what are you doing? Why are you trying to win the Nationals? Why, you know, why why have you just gone off the front in this silly little move? Yeah. And then a couple more riders got across. And then Ethan Hayter reacted and Ineos went. And so he was was the big favourite, really, Hayter, to win the race. And he got across. And then you suddenly go, oh, this, hang on, this suddenly becomes a viable move. Mm. And then... Cavendish made sure it remained a viable move and kind of like took Hater briefly out the back and then chucked him back in and mm. basically behaved like a sheepdog herding, herding his flock for 200 kilometers wow. before he started dropping people, whittling them down, you know, on roads that didn't allow for it particularly. Mm. But he found a way of just riding them off, the, off his wheel, committed to the front and basically single-handedly destroyed the peloton of the national championships of the British road race and then took two other riders to the line and smashed them. It was just like, it was... <laughs> so hard. It blew my mind. It was 200 kilometers of just punching people in yeah. the face. It yeah. was incredible. That takes such deep fitness. Yeah. It really does. People, I saw people going, well, it's just the nationals and some domestic riders. No. I was like, that's one of the hardest bike races in and the world. And that's why I get so frustrated yeah. with people when they call him a sprinter. Yeah. Sprinter, even though he is. Yeah. But he's, he's more than that. Yeah. And that's why he wins stages of the Tour de France. It was comical how easy he made the sprint look at the end. Just because yeah, that's when yeah, you're dealing yeah. with like the world's best sprinter against two guys who aren't sprinters. I mean, I've done been out training and he does sprint training, and it's just 
It just makes a mockery of you. And I think that's a difference for, you know, normal sprinters who are winning other bike races yeah. when they come to the tour. When the racing's on for 150 kilometers before the actual sprint, mm. that's a difference between a sprinter who can win Tour de France stages and win, the, you know, the races that are just below yeah. it. Exactly. And he's phenomenally durable, isn't he? He yeah. finishes Grand he Tours. He finishes oh. Grand Tours. Yeah. He finished the Giro. Still, he's, well, what is he, 16 years older than... Um, Jakobsen? No, the no. Ineos rider. Oh, Hater? No, the other one. Who was at the Nationals? <laughs> uh, 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 the really uh, tall one. The clock. Oh, Ben Turner. Yeah, 16 years. I'm at, like, yeah. He's been doing this for 16 years yeah. before he even... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Turned professional, like, blows yeah. my mind. And yeah. he's still racing with that enthusiasm and that passion. Yeah. Bloody loves it, doesn't he? He just loves it. Yeah. I've tried to work out and I've just... That's it. That's it. He, That's just, it. he just bloody loves he it. He just absolutely lives for it. Yeah. Fair play to him. I mean, the... F- the notion that he's going to commit to another, if he, you know, presu- I think he if he finds he a ride, yeah. he gets he's, a got, he's, got he's got to. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Like yeah. you th- in theory, I could see him coming back next year. Total energy. Whatever colours. Doesn't matter. And, and, and and French team. I'd love him to go to a French team. <laughs> Coffee this. And, and get the record on a French team. Oh, that would be great. And it would just be great because uh, that's yeah. what he'd have to do. And that would be how much he loves it. Yeah. If he goes for it and takes a French team, because that would go, if you told him 16 years ago that you're going to beat the record, you'll be on a French team and it's going to be 2023. He'd Oh, it's going to be a long run. <laughs> or, yeah. Total energy with Peter Sagan leading yeah. him out. Oh, oh. dream. <laughs> he kind of needs Merku to come with him. Yeah. He, no, might, he might have to pay his salary or something. <laughs> he might have to get a sponsor on board to because Merku's hugely important to count the way Cavendish races in yeah, bunch sprints these days. Um, but anyway, we're talking about a rider who's not here, yeah, unfortunately. We, yeah, so, went off on a power of car. Good, yeah. A very good tangent there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You're going to bring us back in there? Yeah, Alex? green jersey. Uh, it's going to be Battle Royale between oh. Van Aert and Mathieu van der Poel. It's going to be so good. Michael Matthews, Peter Sagan. Nice. Mathieu van der Poel, Wout van Aert. Oh, it's plus, going to make the race so hard. Plus, the guys are going to win all the bunch oh. sprints. Yeah. So Jakobsen might end up the green jersey. You never know, you know, depending yeah. on how far. So that's, there's, there's, I think it's, and the fact that they've all said, yeah, I'm up for it this time. It's going to it's be just brilliant. awesome. Because often it has become a little bit of an afterthought. Yeah. You know. I've got a great gut feeling about this year's tour. Have you? Mm, yeah, I have you. GC as well, Mr. yellow jersey? Does that just or? about the way it's going to be raced in general. When yeah, because everyone's going to... Yeah. Um, Visma with, with the two. Um, they need... They can't... Sorry, they can't just... Yeah, no one can just sit around and just follow, you know. What effect will the fact that there's Synagogue stage 20 is a 40-kilometre time trial? Flat. <sighs> what effect will that have on the race will it deaden it or will it enliven it or do we not know we do not know no it's, it's <laughs> got to be crazy live because everyone Vlasov knows how is. good Pogacar is yeah and, and how good Jumbo Visma are as a team and the power they have they're going to have to go on offensive and then you've got Ineos which who are now kind of the um the the wild cards they've got to race so aggressively yeah. kind of so it's, it's I think I agree with Pete I think it's going to have to be a really animated race or Pogacar is just going to have to go and nuke it on the first mountain stage and then they've got such a strong team and yeah. just go on the defensive until that final time trial that's the worst case scenario yeah yeah because yeah that's we've kind of forgotten just how strong UAE are now as well they've yeah. just been building that team yeah. up kind of. shall I tell you he's in the team yeah they haven't brought Alex Dowsett to the race He's on UAE. UAE. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's a question. Mike no, is uh, great they had a last-minute change, didn't they? Because Matteo Trentin, who is, whose role was ostensibly to bodyguard Pogaccia in, mm. on the bridge, through the cobbles okay, and yeah. all that sort of thing, mm-hmm. but he's he's fallen victim to COVID. So they brought in Mark Hirschi, who's not the same kind of rider, actually. No. 
um, at all. But he's not bad. He's not bad. <laughs> so, not bad replacement. So um, uh, listen to their team. So in, in order of kind of heaviness and do the work on the front on the flat to. You know, I'll see if I can do this right. Yeah. Vegard Stekelengen, the big Norwegian mm-hmm. kind of ruler, he'll be the first man on the flat. Then um, he or she and Mikkel Bjer, the Danish rider, he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. They'll be the kind of next in line. Then you've got Brandon McNulty, who'll do the first sort of bit of the climb, I would imagine. And then the climbing domestiques are Mark Soler, Rafa Maika, who's kind of, kind of rediscovered his... I mean, he's kind of repurposed completely yeah, isn't he, yeah. as a rider these days, your ex-teammate. And um, finally, George Bennett. And then you've got Tadej Pogacar to get the job done. That's a, I think that's the team of the, that's of the, the race. That is the team. And it's a team with just one purpose. One purpose, yeah. Because yeah, Jumbo Visma have got two GCIs two in the GC. fire, plus yeah, the green yeah, jersey to try and yeah. uh, somehow pull off. And, and, and what do we feel, David? You and I commentated on the Dauphiné. Mm-hmm. And we both, I think, Ooh, came away from the last stage thinking... Jonas was stronger. Jonas is stronger. Yeah, he yeah. was much stronger on that final stage. It was, was almost, like, yeah, he was almost making a point, wasn't he? He was doing the classic. Look kind around. Of, oh, oh, oh no, I've again. gone too yeah. fast oh. again. Oh. <laughs> and you can't give away tours. Yeah. Do you know, like, if you look at Froome now and the tour which he really gave to Brad. 2012. Mm. He'd have five now, being the, being the yeah. five club, wouldn't he? Yeah. He so would. no matter what you think, yeah. you just can't afford to give them away, can you? So yeah. that's going to play out as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Is that how you think of the 2012 tour? That's an interesting take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> could have rode away at any minute. He could have done. He was I think so he could have done. Well, he could have done, couldn't he? Yeah. 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 Would have, could have. Would have, could have. Would have, could have, should have. So this is a bit worrying because normally on the ITV podcast, like, I, like Matt is involved. Yeah. And so therefore there's a number of ex-riders and, and there's Matt and me. Mm. Now I feel like literally we were sitting around a circular table and you're both staring at me. Oh, ex-riders. Yeah. So I'm in a really vulnerable position here because you can just gang up on me now and poo-poo my knowledge and agree with each other repeatedly as you've already been doing. Yeah, I agree with Pete. I agree with David. Well, no, that's right because we've got all the actual experience on the road, the, haven't we, the, Ned? The podcast dynamics, like how it works. and Yeah, you know, but it's changed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's normally There's a completely different dynamic. Yeah. And yeah. We, don't have the inter- we don't have interviews, do we, to go to? No. That was always funny. Commentary. So we, go can't, to an interview. we can't use ITV's commentary, can, can we? Like we used to do with the ITV. No. So what we thought we might do potentially is recreate it. Oh, yeah, this but is a good really idea. like in but a do, really different way. Yeah, and maybe do bits where we do the last K again, but with you commentating with Ned. Uh, so we watch it again in the car. Okay, yeah. And then got reenact it. Yeah. Yeah. Come up with all these big ideas. We'll come up, we'll, we'll have we've got, we've got a couple of days to uh, yeah. find yes. our rhythm. Find our rhythm. Yeah. What are, you looking for, are you looking forward to being back on the road? <laughs> yeah. Wow, big pause. I was undecided for a long time. Yeah, we were. We There's were. a lot more variables on the road, isn't there? There is. <laughs> there are a lot, literally a lot more variables than... Which is what I liked about Maytown. Since I've arrived here, I'm like, You're wow. Up You're up for it. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so much happier here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Because let's face it, that Tesco's garage where we bought our sandwiches, it got a bit wearing. Groundhog Day, years. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm over the moon. And I, back on the I'm road. quite excited that we don't have to hang around afterwards to do the podcast. We can just jump Boom. in the car. Never go. strays car. Yeah. Boom. And also, what's great about it is it'll just cut however long the podcast is off the car journey. So we'll finish the podcast and be like, oh, we've only got an hour to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's drive. true. It'll just make the journey go so much faster. We could have like, if we we have a two hour, 45 minute transfer, which I'm sure we will do, Mm. 
every other day. We could do a two-hour, 45-minute podcast. <laughs> just pod the entire journey. Because you know what will happen, like, we'll do the podcast. Just, just take it for our own sake. We'll do the podcast. Yeah. And then we'll stop recording go, that's it, bye-bye. Thanks very much for listening. To just tune in again tomorrow. And then we'll stop recording. And then all the well, best oh, bit. Yeah. Bits will come All afterwards. the best bit. We'll go, oh, we should have said that. Absolutely. We should do, like, um, the Melvin Bragg um, uh, it, well, in our time, in our time, in our time, because he always has forty-five minutes bang on. I think, yeah. And then they stop, and then they go. Now, are there any other yeah. bits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do any an other, extra yeah. bit, so they kind of stop it, and then it starts up again for like yeah. five, ten minutes. And yeah. Somebody always comes in and says coffee, tea, yeah, and it's over. Yeah, yeah. I have to. I'm not. I can't, I'm not going to say who it is, but in the middle week, the second week. I'm hoping we're going to have a special regular contributor Ooh, as well, who will oh. be travelling with us in the car. Do but I I'm know who say, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely know who it is. Oh, do I? You just haven't looked at the call sheet. All oh, right. Oh, no, maybe I do, actually. Yeah, yeah I think you do. Yeah. So that would be good as yeah. well. That'd be yeah, well, we had the, the Biosphere podcast uh, three years ago, didn't we? That was good. That's the becoming more and more apparently true, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Still don't know what it is, to be honest. That's going to be fine. That's going to be fine. Yeah. We're contributing to it. Yep. And if you know, if you look very closely at the artwork, that who's done the artwork? Connor, Connor, Connor Brady, Connor friend. Brady, who's done the artwork for yeah. this new strand. Yeah. If you look very carefully, you'll there's a little throwback to yeah. some of the discussions that we had <laughs> in 2019. Haven't seen any yet. No, but then we're in a city centre, so we don't really yeah, do we're not going to see any of these oh, things. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be excited for the first time yeah. that we see. I'll say it. I'll say it, lad. Hay bales. Uh, <laughs> that mystery. <laughs> that agricultural mystery. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Very good. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Good right. start, boys. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>